0: Here's a question I see all the time. How do I get my existing clients, people who've already bought from me before, to come back and do business with me again without trying to sound all needy or slimy when you're asking them? On today's episode, I'm going to cover how to do exactly that. Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up to take action and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey there, welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. I'm Jules Dan, your host. I'm really excited for today's episode because man, shit's gone down this week. It, things have gone uh, a few really interesting stories. I want to share with you that are uh, going to help improve your bottom line, especially if you've got existing customers and you want to sell them. You want to sell to them again. Um, so, first off, of course, let's let's start off in uh, story time. So, um, last week, I mentioned about the stories of wealth or stories on wealth. I can't remember which one it was. Um, and some, some of the weird, cool things that have just happened, right? Um, like I, stuff I mentioned was that I turned down a few clients, I turned down a client, a better one came along. Um, and on that note, that actually happened again this week. <laughs> so, so strange. So... Um, I had someone opt-in for a call through LinkedIn, had a chat with her, you know, uh, she she wasn't the right fit, meaning she didn't have, she had an opt-in, but she didn't really have any emails come after that. She didn't know what her free bait was, her free offer was to get people into her email list. She had really, really good customer results and stuff, but she didn't know where they were hanging out, so all... So, the social media platforms or whatever the groups where they hang out, and from experience, like we said in the last week, um, old Julian would definitely have said yes, bent over backwards, trying to take money, uh, you know, scarcity mindset. But, um, you know, I could have taken her money, I could have just said, Yeah, write the emails, but. And now, I'm starting to understand that if you say no to the right people, then they'll respect you more and they'll tell the right people, which is kind of a weird thing, but it seems to work. I don't know. It just seems to work. So, that's exactly what I did to her. And, and you know, I, 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 I didn't give her a lot of free advice. I just said, this is what you sh- should do. Step one, get very clear on who your target audience is and where they hang out. Number two, what's that free but irresistible offer you want to give to them? Number three, write your own emails and... Quotation mark. Here are three podcasts of mine which will help you write really good emails. Get that up and running yourself. And once you wanted to start, you know, you are not happy with those numbers, or you start, you got the whole system in place, and then you want to start ramping it up. Come back to me. So I've just sort of sowed the seeds for the future, if that makes sense. Uh, I've just I put her, I gave her the right content. I told her the three steps she has to do, so she's not overwhelmed. And um, afterwards she was actually looking for a book editor and I happened to know one and I referred it to her and that's the second client that I've given to her. It's actually Laurie Lynn. Laurie Lynn's a great book editor, by the way. She, and she's uh, the third, second most downloaded podcast, by the way, episode two. So Laurie Lynn, I referred to her and Laurie was eternally grateful. So business karma is, um, yeah, you just, you can make it happen if you just you just see the big picture and really you're clear on who you're serving. But anyways, getting a bit sidetracked here. Uh, why am I actually saying this? Okay so I turned down this this politely turned down this client and I remember I said to myself when you turn down those clients new want new better ones just appear I go for a 20 minute walk I come back and very scarily there's there's a, an email from someone who wanting or who wants to write who someone who wants emails I'm like sweet this one wasn't just sort of out of the blue, okay, and this is on today's uh, topic that I want to talk about, and that's all about reactivation letters, yeah, like pen and pen, pen, and paper, ink, handwriting sort of letters, and I sent this one of these back out um, just after COVID was starting to get okay in Australia, um, probably about May, I would say, and uh, I'll go through what what's in its reactivation later. But I'll just tell the story first. So, uh, basically, it was just like uh, um, it, someone's done writing with me before. You give them a limited time offer, a reason why you're contacting them, and uh, you basically just send a letter to them in the mail, like real mail, which no one uses anymore because it gets oh, it just gets read. <laughs> and uh, so she wanted she wanted these emails written to me. Reply back, P.S. I'm like, great, P.S. By the way, did you get my my letter? She's like, yeah, that's why I reached out back to you. I'm like, oh, okay, there's something to this. And she said, I really appreciated it. I used to be a direct marketer back in the day. Um, and you don't really see this that often. And I read it straight away. I'm like, great. I wanted to hear that stuff. Okay, so this wouldn't this would make a lot more sense if you just saw it visually. And I'm not going to ask you to opt in. So, what I'm just going to do is if you want to see what the letter was, what it looked like and the writing that goes in it, I'm just going to leave my email below. Just shoot me an email saying, Jules, I want to have a copy of that for myself and I'll just send it to you, no problems. All right, so the reactivation letter, what is it? What's its purpose? So, if you've had past customers and you think that you can upsell them into something, you know, it's probably a good idea that you reach out to them again but... You know if you just write an email or you write, leave a voice message like, Hey, do you want more stuff? Um, uh, like some people are just a bit confused, like, how do I actually approach this without you know, without turning them off in a bad way? So, this is from my mentor's um, his old days, 20, 2011, his direct marketing days. Um, and they're called Reactivation Letters. Yep, and it's from Pete Godfrey, of course. Uh, he, he's just such a wealth of knowledge. I just have to go check out his podcast, Persuasion Show. Um, Pete Goffey Persuasion Show. Anyways, so that reactivation letter, what is in it? There are five points that go into a really good reactivation letter. What you're going to need is you need camber, you need a pen to handwrite, you need a stamp, an envelope, and you need their address. (laughs) That's really important. Um, So quick hack, if you don't know their business address, uh, you can look it up on Google or you can... Uh, you, you know, there are multiple ways you can figure this out. I'm sure you can figure it I'm sure you can work it out. Um, but Google is your best friend. That's how I did it. Okay, so the five important elements. The first part is you need a headline. And the headline that I used was at the top, in cursor writer, we miss you, Sarah, in the subhead. Here's how you can turbocharge your reopening plan using email. So basically, a reactivation letter it's almost like a mini sales letter, but it, it's it's not. But it has a lot of direct response principles in it, which we're going to cover. Next is number two, is you want to tell them that you appreciate their past business. Okay. And I said, um, first up, I wanted to say thank you. Thank you for purchasing an email with me a few months ago. I really appreciate that you chose to do business, business with me. It's been a while since we last spoke and for good reason. I understand you've probably been under enormous amount of stress in your business given the lockdown. That being said, things are starting to look better, wouldn't you say? Question mark. And that's my little opener right there. Explain why you're writing to them. Well, that's why I'm writing to her. I'm writing to you, here's the reason why. Okay, explain why you're writing to them. I'm writing to you because many people are itching to celebrate and add some normalcy back into their lives. And I know you have a grand opportunity to take advantage of this with your wedding planning biz one thing I've learned during this crisis talking to business owners is that they don't know how to re-engage their customers put simply they weren't sure how to get their email database to do business with them again and that's why I'd like to offer you a free gift a reactivation campaign to send to your database and help you generate more bookings without feeling icky or hurting your brand okay and that's the reason why and it also ties in with the fourth point is that you want to update your customers on any changes of products or service that, that you might have since that last purchase. So for me, adding a reactivation campaign into my skill set was a thing. And it, it's like, it just fits perfectly with this offer. Um, and I'm explaining why, like COVID just happened. Um, you know, businesses slow down. And f- frankly, business owners don't know how to click the reset button on their email database because i just don't know what to write so you know that's a pretty compelling reason why and it's a good reason too and at the end of the letter i have what looks like a coupon code um but it says you have to make it so the fifth element of a reactivation letter is that make an offer and put a time limit on it and a good reason why there's a time limit on it and i'll tell you my one so here it is okay here's the ending of it by the way, of the letter, until June 30, I'm offering you a free reactivation email valued at $100. No strings attached, but I like to wrap up the end of financial year, so there's a time limit until June 29th. Just text the number below and say day to redeem your gift. Warm regards, jewels. And then on the bottom, there's like this dotted line and it says, yes, I want my free react- reactivation email campaign. $100 value. Simply text Julian on my number to claim this special offer valid until June 29. Okay, a lot of stuff going on in there. Let's re-unpack that, shall we? All right. So, I'm off- until June 20, I'm offering you a reactivation campaign. Uh, at $100, I don't know what it a reactivation campaign valued at $100, so a free. if you just say uh, a free reactivation campaign, what's the value on it, okay, Every, anyone in their dog can say something is something is free, okay, but they won't take it um, seriously unless you don't give it a value, and for me, it was, at the time, I was charging 100 bucks an email, so that's what it was worth, no strings, here's the reason why, as well, no strings attached, but I'd like to wrap up the end of financial year. For Australian, it's on a June on June 30. So there's a time limit until June 29. Okay, so she has to redeem this by June 29. And then here, there's a call to action. Just text the number below and say good day to redeem your gift. And then I've made sure on the bottom that they always say, you can't just show the offer once and show the, uh, the urgency once. You have to back it up. And uh, that is the reactivation letter. And something I would highly encourage because during your own customer base. It's going to be a lot easier to resell to them. And two, uh, everyone's just at home basically. So everyone's going to be reading the mail. And uh, even reading their junk mail, I have a good feeling because some people are just bored and they just want to check it out. Check it out. So have a go with this. Have some fun. If you would like to have a mic version my copy i did handwrite this by the way so you just have to so you get the the google doc and the canva template just send below send me an email to info at julesdan.com no opt-in i'll happily send it across to you that's this week's podcast i hope you really enjoyed it um good things are coming in the next next few weeks uh, I've I've written quite a lot of copy, lots of lessons, stuff to do with webinars, stuff, uh, teaser emails. Uh, what else is there? Well, I've got one coming up probably for this person too as well. Um, that's for a local business. So yeah, a few different things in the works. But otherwise, I won't bore you with my little chatter. This is Jules Dan. Hope you enjoyed storytelling secrets this week. Go out there and create those reactivation letters. You've got Absolutely nothing to lose and so much to gain. Um, And just to recap on those five elements that you need in it, I forgot to do that, you need to include a headline that gets attention, you need to explain to them um, that you, you appreciate their past business, explain to them why you're writing to them. Number four is that you want to update of any changes you've had. Number five, you want to make an offer with a believable time limit on it, okay? And that's in today's episode. So... I always feel like my wrap-ups are just like, uh, I need like a system for a wrap-up. Anyways, this is Jules Dan from Storytelling Secrets. Have a great week. I'll see you later.